Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Interesting uh, mashup here by Joe Spitoni. <laughs> That's yeah. a flag on the play, Waddy. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was the NBA on NBC. Turns out it's actually just NBC themed Sunday right, football. Right, it, is, so. it would make sense if it was on the Super Bowl this Sunday, which was it not on NBC. Yeah, on it was very close. It was very close to finding us, Mark. We haven't found Mark. He's not here today. So Whitey Gleason in for Mark Willard. Hey, brother. So much. Oh, wrong Mark. Yeah. Yeah. So much going on today. Of course, the 49ers have hired a new defense coordinator Steve Wilkes, former coach of the uh, Arizona Cardinals, and we are basking in the afterglow of Clay Thompson's 42-point explosion last night in the Dubs' 141-114 win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, Warriors with uh, 141, not even close to the most points this year in the association. That would be the Oklahoma City Thunder themselves, who put 153 on Houston, you look at the list of teams who've scored a buck forty or more, and it makes you shake your head, Whitey, and pine for the days when there was actually defense played in the association. Last year, there was more defense played. A little bit, yeah, a little, I, a little bit. And I, the one thing about the league this year, as opposed to last year, is the pace. More teams are playing at a breakneck pace now than did before. The teams that are playing faster than a hundred per hundred pace. I think there's 11 teams this year. Warriors are way up there in pace. They're number one in pace. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, there was only three teams that played faster than a 100 per 100 pace. Yeah. But if you look at offensive rating, the Warriors are mm, not great. I think they're 15th last time I checked. That's, again, not points per game, but offensive rating. Defensively, they've been worse. Last year, the Warriors were... I think they were tied with Boston for the number one defensive rating in, in the league. It's a bunch of numbers, yeah. blah, blah, blah. What is it all 12th mean? right now in yeah. offensive rating after last night. And uh, defensive rating, they are right in the middle. Okay. Yeah. yeah 15th. That's, that's where they have to improve if they want to have a legitimate shot at winning a championship. Last night, uh, second quarter, they held the Thunder to 16. So as we look at how do the Warriors 
uh, make sure they actually are competing into the playoffs and beyond. What do the Warriors look to do at the deadline? It would appear to be you got to play better defense. You got to upgrade defensively if you upgrade at all. Yeah, and I, I think the defensive upgrade will have to come from within, and part of that is Jonathan Kaminga. And you've seen from Jonathan Kaminga the last month or two an ability now to play good, solid defense. They're having faith in Kaminga to guard the opposing team's best two really or three. Good. He's been a lot better, yeah, defensively especially. Now, offensively, He's a highlight waiting to happen in terms of attacking the basket. That hasn't changed. He's like you and Lucas on the mini hoop we have out here. Just throwing it down. That thing's about seven feet in the air, and I can't even dunk, Whitey. That's how sad it is. But yes, the highlights. Totally. You can't? A finger roll. Okay. Finger roll only, yeah. yeah. But uh, Kaminga shooting the three ball is where I think that he's grown in leaps and bounds this year. His confidence to step out and shoot the three is a lot better than it was last year. If the Warriors are going to improve defensively and they're not going to bring anybody in, then one of the ways you improve defensively is by taking better care of the basketball. Absolutely. Which is what Jordan Poole did so much better last night. I know it was all about Clay and his 42 points, but Jordan Poole, as we discussed, he had 21 last night on only 14 shots, and he had 12 assists, ended up with four turnovers. At one point, I think he was 11 assists and only one turnover. So that also helps your defense when you're not creating open floor breakout situations yeah. for the other team. Just exactly. Going, yeah, here. That's Thank what Tim you. Roy was uh, saying to us last week when we had Tim on talking about the defensive numbers and when you have a live ball turnover that Boy. results in an easy basket the other way. Deadly. That, well, it shows up on your defensive metrics in terms of points per game allowed where the other team didn't really do anything to beat your defense. Your offense gave them a yeah. free bucket. Yeah, so that's one area in which they can improve. As far as Jordan Poole last night, Career-high 12 assists, Jordan? Uh, not necessarily. Still go out there and try to just play my game. I guess be aggressive. The difference is with Steph being out, I see a different coverages a little bit, more help. A lot of rotations are coming over sooner, so just getting off the ball earlier, trying to find my guys in pockets and kind of put the defense in rotations, and guys are just able to uh, find some of the seams tonight, whether it's a backdoor cut or uh, guys just knocking down shots. The not necessarily dibs was in response to the question, Jordan, were you, were you actively looking to find your teammates more last night? Right, and I think that what he did was what we all want Jordan Poole to do more often, which is let the game come to you. Don't force it so much. It feels like when he's coming off the bench and he gets in there, he feels the need to take on that scoring mantle. He feels the need to be more aggressive offensively. Last night, maybe it's because he's in the starting lineup and Steph is out. You realize you can just go out there and play basketball. And he discovered that Clay was having a game. And mm. one thing that we haven't seen from Jordan Poole a lot throughout his career is that sort of offensive awareness. And this is why Steph Curry threw his mouthpiece and got ejected from the game because yeah. Jordan Poole didn't show offensive awareness. Steph right. is clapping for oh, the ball. Yeah, Give it reset. to me. Yeah. I'm a two-time MVP. I'm the greatest shooter of all time. Let's reset. Jordan jacks it up. Steph got mad through his mouthpiece. And as we know, the rest was history. But last night, Jordan Poole showed great awareness and he played under much more control. Yeah, and I think that's why we heard Draymond go out of his way to say, that's the best game I've seen him play. And that's why we heard Coach Kerr go out of his way to say, yeah, that was one of the best games I've ever seen him play. I thought Jordan was magnificent. One of the best games I've ever seen him play. He just was so under control. 
I think first half he controlled the half without really scoring much at all. Clay was dominating, obviously, with uh, with his shot, but Jordan was controlling the game, just running the show and taking care of the ball. And then, of course, he started scoring in the second half when when that presented itself. But he was just uh, he's brilliant all night. It's because when Jordan Poole is not playing well, he clearly drives his coaches and his teammates crazy. We've seen it. We've we, you we can even though we're not there at practice every day and we're not in a locker room, you see it come out. As you mentioned, Steph throwing his mouthpiece. Curry yelling at him, lock the F in! So when he plays like last night, the Warriors want to make sure he knows, yes, that's it. That's it. So is what he did last night, Dibs, and what the Warriors did in your mind, is this repeatable enough where the Warriors, even without Steph for the foreseeable, are going to be okay and have a decent seating going into the postseason? Absolutely. And, it, you know, we don't know how long Steph's going to be out. It seems like, at least through the All-Star break, and maybe... Doc Pandy on? Maybe a touch longer. Doc Pandy tomorrow this okay. time or yeah. 11.30. that. 11.30 Wednesday. It'll be Dr. Brian Feely tomorrow. Our UCSF uh, cleared to play segment as we talk about the Steph Curry injury. And we'll probably take a look at the the conundrum about Brock Purdy as well. Why the Dickens hasn't he undergone surgery, Have that surgery. just yet? Have and, that surgery. Well, I, maybe there's some there's some disconnection in as far as what surgery he wants or needs to have. Surgery on the elbow. I don't think it's that complicated, dude. Yeah, I pointed yeah, to the I wrong elbow. The, I'm yeah, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> if only it were that simple. Just slice me open and put the, you know, use the yeah. stapler and let's go. Yeah, get the Tommy John. That's the ligament right. transplant. Well, Tommy John's 9 to 12 months. He's out for the, the year yeah. next year. And if he has the ligament reattachment, that's more of a six-month, and he's back for training camp. But then again, if it's a reattachment, maybe it's more vulnerable to future injury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he's weighing all his options. But as for Steph Curry, I don't think that there's really much of a definitive timeline because this is such a weird injury. Let me just say this about Steph Curry's injury. And I'm not a doctor, but my mom used to work at a hospital, and my wife works at a hospital. So And I you actually have been to a hospital. I have. A couple of times. Yeah, I mean, like, like inside, I've stayed there. Yeah, so you've been cut on too. I know I, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Warriors. It's strange the way they are with injuries. Would you agree? And they're what they're certainly entitled to what they do and how they treat it. And there's also HIPAA laws where you know the team can't just release information if a player or patient doesn't want them to. But you go back to last year with Wiseman when we thought because Steve Kerr said he'll be back for Thanksgiving and he was never back. Why not? Oh, well, he had another procedure. We didn't know about that. Uh, when Wiggins this year had the adductor strain, I have to be in for, for Willard, and we talked to Doc Pandy, and he said, you know, that's a that's a groin pull. That's what that is. Okay. Well, what Steph has now, it looks like it's basically a high ankle sprain. But if you look at the way they explained it in the injury reports, like, I don't know what this is, so I'm not... I'm not sure why they do that. I think maybe they just don't want people looking at it and going, oh, that's six weeks. He'll be back in six weeks. Maybe they just don't want people putting those kind of timelines out there on these. Right. Things. And what I heard about the Steph Curry injury, it was, a, it was a knee injury and it wasn't your typical MCL strain or MCL sprain rather because ligaments get sprained and muscles get strained. But it was different ligaments, ligaments we don't normally associate with your typical knee injuries, and yeah, so because a little of that, lower than the actual knee, yeah, the right. tibial fibular, yeah, exactly. And so because of that, we don't have a necessary, we don't have the a straight up timeline. We don't have a long litany of history to look at and say, oh yeah, strained sprained MCL, that's two to four weeks, or you know, sprained ACL is this, or the LCL right. or the PCL, you right. know. 
We don't have that track record of this injury. Yeah, but as far as the, the report said, and it was accurate, you know, about the tears in the ligaments, that's a sprain. A sprain Correct. is tears in the ligaments. So Correct. anyway, we'll, we'll get more information tomorrow. Uh, on cleared to play. Yeah, Looking we'll get it. You know his sense of what we've seen, in, and again, I doubt he's seen the MRI. But in terms of what these injuries generally require for a return to play, that's what we'll get from Dr. Brian Feely. But again, we haven't heard from the team if it's a grade one, a grade two, or the most severe, a grade three. To your point, a lot of times teams don't release that information because. It's proprietary and the uh -huh. HIPAA laws and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see, but it certainly could be worse. We think we know that. Clay, meanwhile, with 42 last night. And as Clay being Clay, very forthright after the game. Clay was phenomenal last night. No free throws, by the way. 42 points on. He didn't even take a single free throw. Warriors only made three free throws. But Clay was asked, hey, you're playing great. I had great January. Are you an all-star? What do you think Clay's answer was to that? Well, hey, now I'm an all-star. I got my game on, okay? Clay uh, asked last night, should he be an all-star? To be honest, uh, no. If our record was better, yes. But uh, being two games above 500, I don't think uh, I should be in Salt Lake City. But uh, I will be an all-star before it's all said and done. Again, at least. So it's a goal of mine. And I'm going to show up when it matters most. I'll tell you that. I don't know. I like that. Good answer. Yeah. And I like that he states the goal and he puts it out there. I will be an all-star again before all is said and done. And, you know, two months ago, I probably would have laughed at that notion. And come on, Clay. I mean, I, I love you, Clay, and I love the self-confidence and the bravado, but let's be honest, Clay. No. But after the last six weeks, mm -hmm. if he plays like that next November, December, and January, and the Warriors, like he said... They got to have a better record to merit having multiple All Stars. I won't bet against him next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very self aware. Is this going to be the first time, Whitey? I'm sorry, no. the first time that we'll have no Warriors at All Star Weekend because Steph's not going to play. First time in a long, long. He time. He may not. I mean, he may show up, but he's not playing. Draymond's not an All Star. Wiggins was one and done. Clay's not. Kaminga got snubbed in the rookie soft game. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't think Kavon's in the dunk contest. Maybe Ty Jerome would be Curry's replacement. I, I mean, it's possible. It's, yeah, or maybe Devin Chen. So. That's a good point. When was the last time we had no Warriors? Would, that 2019, that awful year, they probably weren't represented. Yeah, did they oh, have an All Star game that year? 2019 in the pandemic. Um, yeah, I think they did because I think the it pandemic, was pre -pandemic. Shut things down in March. Okay. But that was, was yeah. The Gobert mic touching yeah. was pretty much it for the uh, association. Yeah, but that's probably the last time off the top of my head. I'm not yeah. sure. Well, I just remember back in the days when you and I and Kreidler had our cute little morning show. And even oh, the, I remember that. Even the years before that, it's like, Warriors All-Star, come on. Warriors are, <laughs> oh. And then we all were campaigning for David Lee that one year. Remember that? <laughs> my wife's favorite player. Yeah, she yeah. he was. But yeah. we, oh, David Lee should be an All-Star. Yeah. And then after, you know, once you got into the dynastic years, it's like three All-Stars, four. You're all All-Stars. <laughs> yeah. The Warriors against the East. Remember the debates we used to have about Curry? I don't know. Should you should you give him that extension? Chronic lousy ankles. That was don't our partner. It. Yeah. Yeah, that, that might be the take that lost us our gig, <laughs> quite frankly. Do you know that when they made that trade with the Bucks and the Warriors got Wiggins and Udo was in that trade and Captain Jack was in that trade, but going to the Bucks, they had their choice. You can have Monte 
or you can have Steph Curry. They actually had their choice. Oops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Might have got that one wrong. Steph Curry, huh? Boy, he's been injured a lot. And that one guy said he had chronic Chronic lousy CLA. Take Monte, but that's 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 uh, that's confirmed. They had that option. It's confirmed. Yeah. Second source. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I know a guy who knows a guy. Yeah, was involved in the negotiations. Yeah, and they had their choice. Yeah, Milwaukee's like, which one do you want? We'll take Monte Ellis. Yeah, he was more proven at the time. Mm -hmm. And Steph was just you know skinny little kid out of Davidson. Who hadn't yet become Curry? Isn't it incredible? Yeah, I mean, Draymond's and the other one is when they were rumored to want to trade uh, Clay Thompson for Kevin Love, and the logo stepped in and said, "You do that, I'm out." Yeah, I'm out. Now, do we know if that's true? I've heard that too, and I, for the most part, believe it. Do we know how accurate that story is? I know a couple people. Okay. Why do you, who I know a couple people? Did. Yeah, I've got. <laughs> I'm not trying to be Captain Sources over here, but I have it on pretty good authority that that was the case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another good move. It's funny, isn't it, how differently things could have gone if this or that one thing happened. That's their one thing. Yeah. And it's the one, you know, thank you. (laughs) Spinoni's asleep. Normally he loves that material. But, uh, yeah, it's amazing. Sometimes the moves you don't make are the best moves. I'm not sure I want (laughs) to... Totally buy oh, into this. Ah, the war. You know they've won two in a row now. They beat the Dallas Mavericks. Steph got hurt, and then last night looked like no Steph, no problem. As I think Kareth said last night, everybody stepped up. They needed this guy, that guy to step up. Everybody did. So can we just assume now that all right, they've got it. Corner turned. They're on their way, and they're going to be fine without Steph because they were pretty good for the most part without him last time he got hurt. Yeah, corner turned, but I um, can't believe. I want to believe it, but I just. No, they've turned the corner. Get hurt, but dips. unfortunate, this season is like the old roller derby rink where, yeah, you, you turn the corner, but you're about to turn another corner, and then you'll turn another corner, and you'll turn another corner, and you'll be right back where you were. So, yes, they've turned a corner, but then tomorrow you go to Portland and you lose 137-133, and we'll all be throwing our hands up again <gasps> over the lack of defense and the lack of discipline. It's Clay's birthday tomorrow. Oh, it is. And he's from there. So you know he's going to put on a show. Yeah. I mean, what, 33 tomorrow for Clay? I think he's 34. 33 is 33 tomorrow? Okay, you're right. Man, yeah, 33 okay. 33 ball, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Clay Thompson. So you figure he will go off mm-hmm. on his birthday and, uh, you know, he plays Portland. Then they've got a few days off. you got the Lakers. So you might be in a spot where you can stack some wins. Yeah, you've got some winnable games. Yeah, and once LeBron you need him, need him desperately LeBron breaks here. the record, he might just shut it down. He might not even show up here at Chase Center, you know? Well, I don't know, because they're still trying to clamber back into this postseason picture like everybody else in the West. The Lakers right now, 25 and 29, womp, womp. But they're only, what, a game and a half out of the plan. Right. So what do you think about the Lakers? Because there's two camps. There's the, the guru camp, which is you don't want to face the Lakers in the playoffs. And then there's the Willard camp of the Lakers are so over. Don't even come at me with the Lakers. First of all, I think Guru owes me money because <laughs> he owes the everybody started, money. He was talking huh? to Steiny about Lakers going to be top four. You want to bet? And Steiny said he would bet him. And I said, I want some of that. But I don't know where that ended up. It's funny you say that. And we'll save this for the changeover. 11.45, 11.55, Steiny and Goo come in because they got into a little bit of a tiff oh. on Monday. Because Guru said the bet was top five. And Steiny's like, don't do this, Guru. Don't do this. It's top four. So you Sweet. can yeah, you can bring that material to the changeover. All and right. Maybe you can, we'll see. 
Um, it's but funny I you say that because I was of the show. I was trying to get a piece of the other bet that Guru and Steiny made because Guru said the Warriors will win the chip, and Steiny said hit the pike, and I tried to get a piece of that, but my partner Mark Willard talk blocked me. Oh, <laughs> that's a shock! Wow, and I was unable to get a piece of that action. Which big homie's which, gonna be fine, bro? Which piece did you want part of? They won't win the chip. They won't win. Which is, you know, Steiny's camp, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine imagine that shock. I can't count out the I Lakers yet. Nuance. The Lakers, 25 and 29, but I watched them, you know, early in the year, I'd watch them and just, I'm sorry, Spadone, just, I'd watch them just to laugh at them. It's like, <laughs> but oh, of late, too. I watched them and it's like, Okay, I know these guys have struggled and they had that tough loss against the Celtics and LeBron could play it. It was a robbery. Let's just call it what it was. It was, but they're much better. And it's so jumbled right now. No, the Lakers actually make me a little bit nervous. I don't... So you're in Camp Guru. I am. Well... Yeah, how high did he say? No one wants to play him? Just, yeah, for, those two, forget the yeah. top four seed thing. Just facing the Lakers in a best of seven. Yeah, if I had to pick one of those camps, I'm in Camp Guru. Okay, yeah, yeah. The Lakers are not just a team that can be dismissed right. at this point. <laughs> Thank you, Hogan's Heroes. I love the 50-year-old reference from Whitey. You didn't have to call it. You know, I love some people knew what it was and others didn't, and then you had to you know, call me out on it. Well, I called you out on it because of my own shame at catching the reference. Whitey, shut up. Thank you. Clink, you fool. And all the rest of it. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Uh, I'm the, more in your Clink camp as well. The Laker. Oh, the Lakers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm more in 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 the uh, mind of you don't want to face the Lakers, and I think about, I mean, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and even Russell Westbrook. But you want to face Sacramento, don't you? Yeah, I think Sacramento with their inexperience, their playoff inexperience. I love the head coach, and I love light the beam and what they've done in Sacramento. I'm pulling for the Kings in every series, except if they happen to face the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice story. They they've got some challenging uh, scheduled moments ahead here, so we'll see. What their whole thing is, if they make the playoffs, they're happy. That's it. Just make the playoffs, and they're happy. Whereas, of course, with bigger fish to fry. If the season ends not today, but ends in this order, oh boy, is that not the most exciting uh, postseason layout? You'd have Nuggets and T Wolves, which I think is an interesting series, and. You know, Denver would be heavily favored against a Minnesota team that's been up and down, but the Grizzlies and the Warriors in an opening round, best of seven, sign me up for that. Well, didn't you skip over the whole play-in scenario? Well, though? yeah, whatever. You're not. You're discounting that. You just think. Well, I'm just saying that. Let's say that the play-in scenario ends with the teams in the spots so in seven, which they currently finish seven and eight. Okay. Warriors yeah. beat the T Wolves. Yeah. Pelicans beat the Jazz, and then the T Wolves beat the Pelicans, and they're the eight. You make it sound tedious. I the hate play-in the play-in game. It's so stupid. It, you know what it does, Whitey, is it renders the regular season even more meaningless than it already was. It takes I, away urgency. So right now, you are the Lakers, you're the 13th seed, and you are a game and a half out of 10, and the play-in. Well, what if you actually had to fight to get all the way up to the 8? Now you're three games out of the 8, and you'd have more teams to climb over. You'd be more motivated to actually treat these games like they matter. Well, you'd, you'd tank quicker. You'd be out of it sooner, so you'd be going into tank mode quicker. And this with the 10th, now you only have to get into 10th to have a shot. 
So I, I, I think so far it's worked, and it's designed to do the opposite of what you said it's done so far. I think for the most part it's worked. You got teams now like 9, 10, 11, rather than going to tank mode, it's like, you know what? We still got a chance to make the playoffs, so what the heck? Well, the teams that are in tank mode are so clearly tanking. This that year, that's true. There's four of them, and you're right. Yeah. Right. I mean, the, the four teams who are tanking are clearly tanking, and the rest of them, like the Lakers are 13th in the West, and they know that they can sleepwalk and still find their way into the 10 spot Whereas if they had to actually fight for the eight, I think they'd be more motivated to compete. All right, coming up next here on 95.7 The Game, what a difference a game makes. And we're talking not about last night and the Warriors so much, but about the Super Bowl. Tell you what we're talking about next. It'll be brought to you by Pfizer. It's Willard and Dibs. Whitey in for Willard, 95.7 The Game. Welcome back to Willard and Dibs. Welcome back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7. It was his birthday yesterday. Kavon Looney? Kavon Looney, yeah. How old he turned? 47? No, 27. I think. 27? 27, if I'm not mistaken. He's an old soul. Hard to believe, isn't it? Kavon Looney. Loon, you're starting. Okay, coming off the bench again. All right, whatever. Just let me play all 82. Yeah. I mean, if you don't mind. Uh, four points for him, but 11 rebounds, four assists for Kevon Looney. An incredible player. You know, one of the reasons they drafted James Wiseman when they did was because Kevon Looney was coming off that year where he had the neuropathy, and they didn't know how much he was going to be able to play again. Yeah, I mean, just coming out of UCLA and early in his career, he had injuries, and then you never thought that Kevon Looney would stick in the league, let alone be a key cog yeah. on a championship team. Yeah. But he's, I mean... He, he might be my favorite warrior. Really? He's the warrior most likely to have jumper cables in his trunk. He's the mm -hmm. kind of guy who, you know, if you got a flat, hey, Kavon, I need you to come help me change it. I'll be right there. I'll be right there, yeah. He's just that guy, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. NBA's trade deadline, by the way, Thursday. We have you covered with all the latest news leading up to it. Our trade deadline coverage, our TDC, brought to you by Boxer & Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back. For more than 40 years, is it going to be a busy deadline? I know Draymond said last night he doesn't anticipate a lot happening. I tend to lean his way, but you never know. And already, of course, we had the big Kyrie trade, and a lot of people were stunned by that. So we've already had a busy trade season. And don't overlook the <laughs> impact of Rui Hachimura going to Spadone's Lakers. Yeah, I'll never overlook that. And that happened a couple weeks ago, yeah, right? Yeah. The Hachimura trade. Yeah. What would you say is the best trade deadline of the big three in American professional sports? NFL, MLB, or NBA? In terms of volume of trade excitement of trade hype leading to the deadline which one's your favorite kev uh, i think uh, the football trade deadline you can throw out because isn't that something where he goes today the deadline was it today oh yeah, yeah. somebody picked up a tackle oh, all right basketball is kind of fun sometimes but baseball maybe it's just because i'm a traditionalist i've been on the air with you during the trade deadline when hey we just got news the giants got chris bryant yeah so to me that's still my favorite still the baseball yeah i guess i like the basketball one because of the the convoluted nature of the three team nine player uh multi-pick and they're gonna send a, a first round pick in 26 28 and 23rd this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah. In exchange, and they these three picks go to Toronto, and they trade this guy to Orlando, who then goes to Indiana, and then we're going to Indiana. We're going to Orlando. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of Howard Dean for me in the NBA <laughs> trade deadline. When you have so many guys, they, they, they get traded for cap reasons where so-and-so is going to this team so they can cut him and then his his cap will be the cap it'll be absorbed by this other team. It's like, I don't understand any of that. And right. I, I just need it to be simpler. This team traded him to that team because that team thought he would help them. And it's not that way in the NBA. And the other part of the NBA, which is, uh, and again, I hate to always make it about Iguodala, but the, there's the... Uh, I want Iguodala. There's the trade and no way portion. So we trade Andre Iguodala to Memphis, knowing full well that he's not going to Memphis. Memphis knows he's not coming. They're just going to absorb his salary. I want and then you, you, you just outright cut him. So that part of it is kind of yeah. a little bit annoying. Although you know that example you just gave, Memphis was open that he would come there. And that's part of Of course. Of, that's one of the... Uh, seeds of this whole Grizzlies Warriors rivalry, right? Yeah, and I think the seeds he go did them wrong. The seeds go all the way back to the Warriors' first championship run when they were down two games to one, and they had that famous uh, barbecue outing, and mm. then that's when Andre Iguodala made his imprint as a Golden State Warrior in the postseason. They came back from two one down, so the rivalry goes way back. But you're right; it also stems from the Iguodala. I guess Heismaning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of Memphis, which yeah. I, I found to be disrespectful. I don't want to play there. I don't want to play with you guys. So you could anyway. have, he could have at least flown there and told him that in person. He didn't even <laughs> go there. Whatever. He was hanging out here, wasn't he? I think he was working in the financial district or something. He was golfing at Contra Costa Country Club. Yeah. And then he ended up. Remember, he played for the Heat at the end, and they had a little video for him when he came back here. Yeah. With the Heat. Yeah. Yeah, they showed his highlights as a Memphis Grizzly. <laughs> and it didn't take nearly as long as the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar three-point montage right, we played. Right. So what a week. We got the trade deadline, and then we got a little something called the Super Bowl. I was thinking of this today, Dibs. Okay. What do you make of this? Um, Kansas City, uh, get ready to play the Eagles. And Kansas City, of course, oh, Patrick Mahomes, one of the great quarterbacks of all time. He's a, he won a Super Bowl at such a young age. Here he is back in the Super Bowl, and Andy Reid is a genius. Let's just say the 49ers had won that Super Bowl against the Chiefs. I know they didn't. I know to a degree it's a waste of time because they didn't. But it was on in here Saturday when I was in doing Warriors this week with J.D., and I was watching that game again and then wondering, you know, in the fourth quarter, how did the 49ers not win this game? What happened? If the 49ers had won that game, if they had, think how different the Chiefs' narrative would be right now. It would be... Are the Chiefs ever going to win a Super Bowl? Can't win What's the big one. What's wrong ones? with this guy? Exactly. Mahomes? 
And Andy Reid, maybe the most overrated yeah. losing his coach in NFL history. Mm-hmm. Because we always assign, you know, Super Bowl wins all of a sudden. Oh, Andy Reid, is he one of the greatest coaches of all time? Well, if he is, then he was beforehand. And just because you win a Super Bowl, we have to anoint people yeah. into a special level. Yeah. And it's just the nature of us as sports fans. And we want to anoint and, you know, make somebody the goat this or the goat that. Andy Reid beats the Niners. He wins a Super Bowl, and now we can look at him a certain way. He's a made man now, no matter what happens. But he already was a made man. If you look at it, he's the only coach in NFL history to win double-digit playoff games with two different organizations. He's done it in KC, and he's done it in Philly. That's special, but the fact that he has a chip, we think of him in a different way. And you're right. What if he hadn't won that Super Bowl? Well, he lost... In Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then he lost in Kansas City, and he would have lost two in Kansas City. Yeah. And now this would be a must-win for Andy Reid. Totally different outlook. Instead, this is a split jersey game for Andy Reid, you know? <laughs> the team that he was with, and now the team that he's led to, to prominence. He's looking for his second in the past, what, four years? Yeah. It's incredible. Well, to the point you made, I'm not sure you remember this, but years ago, you and I came up with a legacy system, a point system. It was mainly for quarterbacks, but it applies to coaches. And, you know, as you look at a guy's legacy, MVPs mean a lot and playoff wins, but Super Bowls are just huge. Yeah. Any quarterback or coach who win a Super Bowl, it's like it puts you on a different level. So, again, you can't take anything away from them. I understand they did win, period. But if they hadn't, it would just be such uh, a, a different outlook for the Chiefs. Absolutely. A Chiefs and Andy Reid and even Patrick Mahomes, where yeah. you know, we all think the consensus is Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the league. And if he was. 0-2 in the Super Bowl, and now trying to avoid going 0-3, we'd be talking about Jim Kelly, and we'd be talking about can't win the right. big one. And They're like the Vikings. They cannot win. You mentioned yeah. Super Bowl 54, and how did the 49ers not win that game? And I don't want to revisit it too much, but there were four or five plays in that game that if the Niners make one of them, they win that football game. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. After that interception, I wonder what the... Uh you know, percentage, uh, winning percentage was for them, the likelihood of them winning. They had the drop pick. They had the yeah. third down conversion that Tyreek Hill scores on. They had the deep ball to Emmanuel Sanders, the the throw to George Kittle where he was open and he, they didn't complete it. So many plays. By the way, the 49ers have hired another a new defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, the former Cardinal coach, is their new defensive coordinator. So we get ready to go to break, Dibs. Let me ask you this. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm here for you. Let's say, uh, let's say I'm from England. My name's Nigel. Hello, and Nigel. I, uh, I don't know much about American football. Sure. But I know you've got a big game coming up, Super Bowl, right? So I need, to learn, Nigel. I need to learn a lot about a Super Bowl in a short time. So, uh, and what you must have had, like hundreds of thousands of them. What's the one, if I need to watch one before this weekend to know what the Super Bowl is, what it's about, the whole thing, pre-game, half-time, all of that. What's the one Wait, Super Bowl that I should watch to understand, oh, mate, that's what it is. I'd go back to Super Bowl 47, which unfortunately is a bad memory for 49ers fans, but Harbaugh versus Harbaugh, Ravens versus Niners, a tale of two halves. Beyonce. Great game. Beyonce causes a power outage. Uh, you and I avoided staying at a bed bug riddled hotel in New Orleans with Mark Kreidler. Hey, brother, you got to tell him we can't stay here, brother. I'd go back to that Super Bowl. That's it, huh? Oh, why yeah. not? Yeah. All right. Oh, shut up, Whitey. Yeah. Thanks, You're welcome, dude. Nigel. Whitey, shut up. Go to hell, Nigel. Cheerio <laughs> and Royce Crispy. Uh, coming up as we uh, stare down the 
threshold of uh, NBA history here. Talk about the big debate uh, that Ratto and Damon had yesterday over how Kareem's record should be broken by LeBron. Also got the uh, crossover with, uh, of course, Guru and Steiny coming up next here. This is Willard and Dibs. Why do you end for Willard? 95-7 the game. Ryan, all the best to you. Good luck with your... Uh, I think he's asked an operation? Yeah. Oh? Yeah, it's a... Uh, Jones fracture is what he had. Really? I think so. Willard and uh, Dibs. Whitey in for Willard. This segment brought to you by the San Francisco Gift and Jewelry Center. You know, when you ask your partner what's wrong, they say nothing. The Valentine's Day gift you got last year is what's wrong, Tibbs. 75 showrooms in one location. This Valentine's Day, Damn let, it. let the San Francisco Gift and Jewelry Center help you right some wrongs. Visit 888 Brandon Street or shop online at sfgcjm.com. And uh, good luck to you, Dibs. I know your uh, lovely partner said, um, hey, you go where you want for the Super Bowl. You yeah. Know, and... and Hopefully that's legit. Hopefully that's not a trap. Don't think it's a trap because I, you know, hit it with the follow-up of, uh, are you sure? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because we had plans. Her, her father, they live a couple minutes away from that's, us. Uh, yes. The father-in-law. That's key to this whole equation. Yes. Uh, he was putting together a little family, small gathering. Mm-hmm. And uh, my lovely wife's sister and their family, they already have plans. And... Her brother lives a little further away, and I don't think they're coming, so it was just going to be my lady, myself, our baby, and the two in-laws. And so my wife had said, uh, you know what, if if you don't want to go, it's okay. The baby and I will just go. You can go where you want to go. Go to your Super Bowl go party. you want to want to go. And I said, are you sure? And she said, yes, I'm not, you know, baby goes down at 6.30 anyway, so if we're at a party, we got to leave the party at 5.30 to get home at 6.30. The game's not over at 5.30. i got to watch the Super Bowl, the commercials, the halftime, the whole deal. So she said, no, it's okay. Okay. Go where you want to go. And I thought, it's a trap. Yes. Uh, Admiral Akbar. (laughs) So I'll let you know. Can you ask her, are you Akbar and me? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Are you giving me the Akbar right yeah. now? No! Totally. <laughs> Just be careful. I thought I was the chosen one. Because uh, about, gosh, this was a You're long time ago. One. 12 you. years ago, whatever it was, a friend of mine was having a birthday. And I was, you know, kind of between. I was like working in one place and living in another place yeah. and driving a lot. And huh. my friend says, hey, you're having a birthday thing. No pressure invite. And I thought that meant no pressure invite. And right. I was like, yeah, I, I couldn't make it. And I, to this day, to this day, yeah. my f- quote unquote friend still brings that up. A no pressure invite. So be careful. Because yeah. I thought, oh, it was a no pressure invite. It wasn't. It was not. But it was a Never tell me the odds. What's funny about that uh, in a no pressure invite is, uh, and I, I think I know who you're talking about, <laughs> another one of your colleagues actually showed up with his wife right. and drove a, a much greater distance just to show me, I mean, show that person <laughs> a modicum of love and support. Okay. So, yeah, it All was right. no pressure, but yeah. you revealed yourself. There was some pressure. 
There was a lot of pressure. <laughs> Basically, our friendship was on the line. Yeah. And it oh, has well. never recovered. <laughs> Here we are. Not a little uptick for you. Getting ready for as the I, Super Bowl. As I mix and match my morning shows. Yeah. So, <laughs> very well done. Thank Seamlessly. You. So, are you going to be at Willard's watching the Super Bowl? I, I'm not sure. I gave him a definite maybe. And then I gave him a no. And the more I think about it, it's probably leaning toward a no because... He lives a little far away from where I am. The Eagles are going to win, right? The yes. Eagles going to win? Yeah. No. Craig says no. And Guru yeah, also says no. Coming up in five minutes, Guru will lay out his case. We're just getting into it. Fly, Eagles, fly, In the green right? room. I, yeah, I think it's a pretty uh, lopsided, comfortable victory. I think the Eagles' offensive line and defensive line are far better and they were built, than the Chiefs. Yeah, from the inside out, both sides of the football. And I think yeah. uh, you know, the Chiefs barely beat a you know, heck of a Cincinnati team, right? but this is a different animal altogether. And Kansas Dude. City's offense, I think, is a little bit hampered due to yeah. injuries. Kadarius yes. Toney is going to be questionable, and I know that Nicole Hardman will be out. So, I, And I look at the Philadelphia secondary, very good secondary, and a great pass rush. And I know Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT. I just don't see a path for Kansas City to, to get over on Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. What's you, can, you can get Philly to win by 13 to 18 points at plus 750. Okay. It has to be between 13 and 18? Yeah, 13 and 18. You can get it uh, 21 to 25, yeah, that's too I much. believe. That's too much. And that's plus 900. Or plus 1400, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I wonder what an alternate line uh, like Philly minus 10 would be in terms of... Because you can get alternate lines. Philly minus one and a half is a spread. If I juice that baby all the way up to like nine and a half, I think I'd be comfortable going to. Looking for maybe a 31-21 kind of a ball game. Mm-hmm. You'd probably get good odds on that. Probably plus 400 or so. Mm. Let me see if our guy Jimmy Shapiro sent it over. Thank you. The great Jimmy Shapiro. The... Jimmy, Sh- I could scan either one of my email accounts. The guy finds me. Yeah, I know. Guy even has my email that nobody has. He finds me. He's like, "Why are you sending me something?" Oh, uh, <laughs> what do you? What do you think the odds are that tonight LeBron does it? I At get, the crypto? Is this the crypto? It's the so crypto. Doc- it's yeah. Staples. Okay, it's Staples. I, this is one of my pet peeves. Yeah. If you have a sponsor for your arena, it should be your sponsored arena for twenty years. Twenty years minimum. Because it doesn't work that way, Dibs. I understand. I understand that it doesn't work that way, but I also understand how stupid it is. (laughs) So now it's the crypto.com slash org. We call it the crypt, yeah. We we call it the crypt. We don't actually call it the crypt. I think somebody calls it that. Yeah, Yeah. it's just... They don't like to draw attention to it now. And the whole thing about Oracle, it's Oracle Arena, and then the Warriors leave, and so now the Giants becomes Oracle Park, Mm -hmm. and it, it just is confusing. It is confusing. It's hard for me to get behind it. Right. It, like the Chase Center. What's the Chase Center become if Chase decides, I'm out? Then it becomes the something else center? I mean, it's Chase Maybe. Center. That's what it was named yeah. when it was born. So it's You're the saying Chase a building center. is a building and you can't center. change the name exactly. of an edifice. It, you shouldn't. Yeah. And I just, it, it's always bothered me. Yeah. I always like Pac Bell Park to me is like a really cool name for a stadium. Yeah. Pacific Bell Park. When Candlestick Park became Three Monster, Monster Park at Candlestick Point or whatever, it's like, come on. Yeah. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then uh, the Coliseum became the O.co. We're getting loco at the O.co. <laughs> it's just, I mean, come on. That was, Didn't they change the name of that one year and like no one knew it for half the season? Yeah, I think that actually happened in Oakland. They changed yeah. the name of the Coliseum. It's like no one even really realized it for about half of a season. If you change the name of a stadium and nobody shows up, <laughs> did you really change the name? 
discuss. Yeah, it's a good question. Here's some odds for you, Whitey, yeah, yeah. Uh, before Steiny and Guru slide in. How will LeBron break the all-time points record? Well, I want to go on record as saying I agree with Damon, who says the skyhook. And, of course, Ray says, now that's, that's disrespectful. I'd like to see that happen. Also, because I don't think LeBron can shoot that shot, and it would take him, like, 12 tries. Jeez. And I think that'd be humorous. Two-point shot is uh-huh. the favorite, minus 170. Yeah. Three-point shot is plus 275. Free throw is plus three forty. So how will he break the record? You can I mean you can bet on everything. Will the basket that breaks the record be assisted? Yes is minus no. one forty. No. Good odds on no. No is plus one hundred. Even money. LeBron in transition the no. all the way. Slam That's dunk. Right. Exactly. So if you wanted to parlay the two point shot minus one seventy to the unassisted plus one hundred, you'd get yourself pretty good odds on the two bet LeBron parlay. Will, will he do it tonight? Will you be watching? Do you care? Uh, I will be watching. I do care. I don't think he does it tonight. I won't be watching. I think he does it tonight, and I don't care. And, you know, when it happens, I will go to one of the various social media sites and watch the play and then watch all of the adulation. It'll be an adulation sensation. Sure. And that's great. I'm happy for him, but I... Honestly, I will not be locked into Lakers Thunder tonight. As we bring in Estonian and Goo, getting ready for their show. Good to see you guys. Why don't Why don't you care? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.